Hey everybody, welcome to LettermanRow.com. I am Jeremy Birmingham. Uh, this is a rare, uh, unique, special look, I guess, at uh, Burmanology. And it's an idea that I wanted to kind of go down the road of this week to talk to Ohio State recruits uh, in mass to see what's going on and their thoughts about um, the Big Ten canceling football, the plans at Ohio State, the lack of plans around the Big Ten, et cetera. So uh, today what we did is have as many members of the Ohio State 2021 recruiting class as possible um, join us for an open conversation about their feelings about things, where things are going and um, in football and, and more. So uh, hopefully you guys find this entertaining. If you don't, I'm sorry, but uh, it, it got a little wild at times. But, you know, for a group of young men who are having their lives basically uh, put on hold in a lot of uh, ways, I think it's an opportunity to really see where their heads are uh, and see what they're feeling about Ohio State, about the Big Ten, and uh, their future. So uh, we're going to dive into that right now. Hopefully everyone enjoys it. Thanks for watching. Travion Henderson, Ohio State running back commit. Uh, you know, Trey, you were on our um, in, in a story I wrote on Thursday morning about the other schools and the pitches that are coming. Like, how hard has this past few days been when you see the Big Ten making this decision? How do you balance that out as a recruit? Like, you already lost your senior season. You've already had to have these kind of tough decisions and tough conversations. But what happens now for you, like – has it been more annoying? Uh, so I really, I really don't know much about, like, about this stuff that's going on right now. Like, what the Big Ten is doing and what they're going to do. I'm just trying to take all the information in that I'm finding out about what they're going to do, and then that's when I go from there. So I really don't know much about what's going on right now. Welcome, uh, Sam Hart, Ben Christman, Evan Pryor joining the call. You know, guys, what is what was the conversation like with Ohio State this week? I mean, anybody who wants to jump in, but you guys saw on social media, you saw Coach Day, and you saw the other players start to speak out about, you know, wanting to play. You guys are all in varying spots around the country. You all have different rules and regulations um, as far as your own state's athletic associations. How confusing is this? I mean, do you guys have any idea really what's happening? No, not at all. Um, I mean, I think I can speak for a lot of us, you know, that still have our season going on if it's not canceled or if it's been moved already. I mean, there's just so many things people think about. I mean, no one knows what's going on. Um, no one knows if it's they're making a decision or if it's just going to be another guideline. I mean, just, there's so much going on. So, like, in Ohio, we have Governor Mike DeWine in Ohio saying that they're still planning on, on playing football. Uh, Thursday afternoon, the city of Columbus said that they were shutting down all, all sports for the fall. So, like, how do these things balance? I mean, and how ultimately does it affect you as a, as a young person? I guess that's my biggest question for you all because that's, you know, we, we hear all the guidelines and we're worrying about health and, 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 and your well-being, but – and it can't be good for your mental health to deal with this and all this uncertainty, to lose the thing you work tirelessly for. I mean, how, how much harder is that making your lives? Um, I mean, it's definitely tough, you know, going to practice every day, knowing, not knowing if you're going to have a season or not. And, you know, if that does get taken away, that would really 
stink, but I mean, I'm just going to it minute by minute, I guess. I mean, we'll see. Evan, yeah, I'm trying. Go ahead. I'm not. I'm not really sure. I'm. I'm just training right now, preparing for whatever's next. Is it? I mean, is that sort of your your solace? Is that where you kind of take, um, you know, to make yourself feel better to say, hey, I just have to control what I control, or you know, I mean, yeah. you've had you've had everything that you work for kind of taken away, and it's got to be hard. Yeah, just yeah, just put it all in God's hands and just expect for the best and hope things play out well. And Sam, I mean, we've talked to you in the past about you've you've lost the. You've lost. You had to give up wrestling to, to enroll early to play football. Now you have to give up football because Colorado moved to the spring. Like, how do you handle that emotionally as as a seventeen year old kid? Like, everything that you do is sort of been taken away. And do you guys even understand it? I mean, does it even make sense at any level? Yeah, no. It's it's been tough. I mean, I've been kind of prepared for the wrestling thing, not being able to wrestle because. And I had a good season. I was proud of how I finished off. And but I mean, it was it was rough when when they announced that they're not having a football season, and that was just I was like devastated. And yeah, I mean, how much conversation is there amongst you guys, Marvin Harrison? Thanks for joining the call. Um, and then there's uh, Kyle McCord joining as well. How much conversation have you guys had about what you can do as a group um, together to prepare for? you know, all this uncertainty, is there something that you guys are able to deal with and, you know, plan together, I guess? Sure. We really haven't, really haven't talked much about things because we really don't know what to do. We don't know what to expect. I mean, one minute the Big Ten said they were playing, then the next minute, they canceled the season and post, trying to postpone it, I guess. So nobody's really sure what the Big Ten is going to do. So we don't know what to do. How quick after the announcement was made on Tuesday did you guys get your first message from another school? Like that. Quick. Like, is it just a matter of saying, hey, the Big Ten doesn't care about football? I mean, what, what is the message? I, I don't. I'm not asking you to reveal the school or anything else, but – what is that recruiting pitch from someone else at this point? Mainly, mainly, I guess mainly schools were hitting me up because I guess they said like Big Ten doesn't care about football. Uh, the coach doesn't want to have a season, something like that. Come play for us and things like that. So, but <laughs> for any of you, Michael Hall, thanks for joining. Um, do yeah. you guys have any question? Do you believe that Ohio State doesn't care about football? No, nah, that's not the case. I mean, what? <laughs> I mean, you're talking about one of the two or three most historic programs in the history of college sports. This idea, I mean, how do you separate what the Big Ten is announcing from what Ryan Day and the staff at Ohio State is telling you? Man, you can definitely see um, um, Coach Day and the staff are – trying their hardest to uh, have a season, play in the fall, or whatever's options available, you can definitely see that they're trying their best, but it's really out of their reach. Kyle, I, I want to ask this uh, to Kyle McCord specifically. As a quarterback, your plan was to enroll early. 
and start competing for a job with knowing that Justin Fields was going to be moving on to the NFL after this season. Now, if there's football in the, in the, in January, for example, as is being discussed, you can enroll early and potentially play uh, in January. And then again, next season as a quarterback, do you think that puts you behind the eight ball or do you think that it actually gives you a better opportunity to play as a freshman? Um, I would say it's just really all about how you prepare. I think, um, if our season gets canceled for, for high school, uh, this fall, I think that gives me four to five extra months to, to prepare to go out there and compete once I get out in January. Uh, so I wouldn't say it puts me behind the eight ball. I mean, you know, if Justin leaves, then, you know, obviously the competition is going to heat up really quickly, like literally as soon as I step on campus. But if Justin stays, you know, that will give me, you know, a few more months to kind of learn behind him and prepare. But I wouldn't say it puts me behind the eight ball in any way. I think it's just really all about how I prepare. And, you know, obviously if they play this spring, things are going to be a lot uh, sped up. But I, don't, I think I'm ready for it. Is there – I mean, for, for you guys that have lost your season already – like, what are you looking to accomplish in these next few months before and most of you are, are thinking about enrolling early? What are you trying to get done before that happens? Um, I'm just – right now, I'm going to the gym every day. I'm trying to get bigger, put on another, like, 10 pounds, improve my 40 times and, like, my three cone, all those times. and Just, like, work on, like, the little things, too, like the top of my route like blocking like the right steps. Yeah. Has there been anything that the school can do, like that the coaches are able to do different? I mean, obviously we're not even into September yet, but there, there was this opportunity a few years ago for guys that early enrolled to, um, you know, sign their, I think it was like a financial aid agreement. So they were able to have constant conversation. The schools were able to send you stuff. Has there been any sort of discussion about, what the school can do to help you like Travion, especially for you and, and Sam, because I know you guys have had your seasons canceled. Like what has the school been able to do anything different? No, coach Wilson, he told me that he's going to figure out some stuff and like see what he can do with me and then let me know. And yeah, Trey, what, for you, what Sam said, has there been any discussion in any of your families about getting to Ohio State even earlier? Like Ryan Day on, on the press conference uh, that he did on Wednesday, he was talking about how you guys, the early enrollees, could potentially play two half seasons and make it one season. But if that happens at the end of January, for example, like he's hoping it does, is there enough time for you on campus? And if you get there on January 4th or 5th, is that enough time to be, to be ready to play? Or would you have to maybe come in December? I mean, there's so many things that are up in the air. I just wonder if that's even being discussed. Uh, I think I think it all depends on how well you prepare yourself and how hard you train. I mean, if you if you've been training, if you've been working out, then I feel like you could do that. The, he was Ryan was talking on uh, about how the team had been preparing and holding each other accountable. Do you guys have that happening for you? I mean. Is there some sort of discussion between Ben and Mike, who obviously you guys are, are really close in proximity, Marvin and, and Kyle, you guys are teammates in, in high school. Who's holding you accountable in this group? I mean, who, who's really leading the way for you guys? I mean, really, I think it's just ourselves. You know, I mean, just us collectively. 
I mean, it's like Dude. us collectively. Like, we all want to win at the next level. And, I mean, that's just going to take hard work. And we all want to improve. And, you know, I mean, we're self-motivating ourselves in a way. But coach, but coaches reach out to us. And, you know, our coaches back home. I mean, there's just so much. You, you just want to keep getting better. Is there any question that the Big Ten cares about football? Like, do you guys have any doubts? Like, I know that the, I know the school, you know, Ohio State is one way, but it, it, when you hear that news on earlier this week, like what, what's your initial reaction? I don't think not caring about football is the answer. I mean, they just kind of like have their side about like the health and guidelines and all that. And a lot of people disagree with it, but there's been a lot of discussion about the the possibility of playing in January and then playing again next fall. Do you guys worry that physically that would be more dangerous? Oh, I feel like it all depends on the plan for real. Uh, they have a great plan of like saying they play in January, but they don't play as much games, something like that. I mean that that sounds well, but like for us, we got to think about. Like, will it count as a year if we play or – and things like that. And that's it, it, one thing – I'm, I'm, that's, like, one thing about, like, if we decide if we want to enroll early or not or whichever discussions go on, is that first season going to count as our red shirt and then we're a red shirt freshman the, in this fall? I mean, I'll, I mean, there's so many, like, things you have to think about, so. Yeah. That. And that has to be the biggest frustration right now, isn't it? That like there hasn't been any answer to any of these questions, but yet you guys are supposed to continue going on with your lives as though you have an idea. I mean, who who ultimately do you want to hear from? What do you want them to clear up? Mainly, I say mainly everything. Like it's a yeah, it's a lot of questions that need to be answered because like as as commits like. I feel like it's unfair to the Big Ten, like the recruits who are, who are committed to Big Ten schools because they don't know what's going on. So I know some recruits and commits are definitely concerned who's ever committed to Big Ten schools. What is your biggest – what is anyone who wants to answer this? Evan, I'll, I'll talk to you because you're being quiet. I know Marvin's always <laughs> quiet, but Evan, you're normally not quiet. So what what's your single biggest concern? Um, just being able to have that first year of, uh, of eligibility. Um, I feel like that's huge for like a freshman. Um, cause you know, you don't want to come in, use a red shirt or anything like that. So just making sure, you know, the NCAA or the big 10, you know, has something planned out for, for incoming early enrolling freshmen to, to, or, or, or have it cleared up, you know, maybe decisions change if, if it does burn a year of eligibility. Maybe some guys don't want to come early um, or maybe some guys still do. It's just I feel like everything will be cleared up once the NCAA or Big Ten speaks out about what they're going to do with incoming freshmen. Do you guys have an opinion? Um, and Marvin, I want, I'm going to just get your voice in here. Do you think that the NCAA should force the PAC or the SEC, the ACC, uh, Big 12, do you think that they should be forced to delay as well? No, I don't think they should be forced. I think Big Ten made their decision. You know, there's five separate conferences. So the SEC, the Big 12, and ACC, they get to choose what they want to decide based on their health guidelines and their information. So I don't think they have to be forced to cancel the season or propose the season just because 
the Big Ten and Pac-12 did it. How, how difficult is it for you guys to think about going to a school where they're not playing football and then you watch every one of you could go to Alabama or somewhere else, right? Like why, why would a recruit uh, still pick Ohio State when they can't play football but Alabama or Clemson can? Because we're the best in the country. Still. <laughs> I feel like it's childish because you know, they're just talking about, you know, maybe for one spring or one fall season. You're going to let this one this one season, you know, alter your whole four-year four decision. Um, Then you didn't really want to go to that college in the first place. Yeah, exactly. It's also, it's also a big 40-year decision because, I mean, there's – you know, I mean, Ohio State has real-life Wednesdays and everything else, and, I mean, it's more than a four-year decision. If you're going to let one year affect that, then, I mean, that's up to you, but uh, that's just my opinion. More half year, really, if there's only eight games, not even, like, a full year, honestly. Yeah. Well, because that's the thing. There could be an eight-game season in, in January through March and then another eight- to ten-game season starting in, in October. Does that feel like enough time from March to, say – the end of August, right? That's that's four or five months off. Is that enough time physically to recover from the rigors of football? I feel like they definitely can make a way, a possible way of playing in the spring, but it's whatever for them. I mean... <clears throat> go ahead. I was going to say, I mean, like, if you really got the love for football, like, Regardless of how many months you got to prepare, like that's your job at the end of the day. If you got love for it, you'll do anything. Yeah. This summer, obviously you guys are all doing your own thing. Who who's got a job? Who's working other than preparing for football? Who, who I, who's doing what? Anybody got like a, a day job? I'm about to get a job. I'm about to work for Giant Eagle. <laughs> Giant Eagle. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I used, to work at, I used to work at Walmart. I just stopped working there because two days and all that. Oh, snap. <laughs> so where are we going, guys, as a, as a sport? Where do you think that things are heading from here? Like, do you have concerns? Um, and how is Coach Day in Ohio State addressing, like, the name, image, likeness stuff? Because all that stuff changes next year, right? I mean, what what sort of messaging are you getting about that? Uh, it's definitely a big opportunity for us because, like, you know, we like, just think about it. Like, if you have a big name in college and stuff like that, like, those recruiting videos, like, we will make, like, they get like so many views and like just imagine getting paid off that. Like that's crazy. Like it's another opportunity that we could take to a whole nother level. Yeah, Giant Eagle could sponsor you. Yeah. Cage. Cage is where it's at. Cage. I'm telling you. Oh, yeah, no. Cage is where it's at. Cage is showing me. Cage, if you see this, I'll be right. Cane's is mid. Jordan, do you prefer Zaxby's or raising Canes? Uh, I I feel like Zaxby's is bad too. What? I've had Zaxby's before. No, Kane's yeah. where's that? Hey, kick Jordan. Where is that? Get him out of here. 
Jordan, you, you, uh, if I can talk to you, you, you made the decision to, to sit out this season while your team is playing. Yeah. Um, obviously, that's a difficult choice to make. You know, you have guys like Travion and Sam who, who've lost their season. You've chosen to, to wait out yours. How hard was that decision? And did you talk about it with the other guys in your class? Or was it just a, a strictly family decision? Uh, it was a strictly family decision. And, like, before I kind of made the decision, I talked to uh, Mr. Trey and I asked him about it. <laughs> <laughs> because, because, now, why would you ask Travion Henderson what you should do about your season? No, nah, no, nah, I was asking him how, like, the coaches took it when he told him. I mean, it, well, how good? I mean, that's what I'm curious, Jordan, if, if you can't tell me. You know mm. Kerry Combs. I mean, the comp, he's a – Rah, 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 crazy guy, yeah. right? Like, how did he take it when you called him and said, hey, I need to do this? Uh, he admired it. Like, he, it was a great decision, he thinks. Uh, it's going to pay off in the long run. That's what he thinks. I mean, because for you, again, we talked about this a little bit earlier, but football, it's sort of what you guys do, right? I mean, and you see other kids around the country having their seasons taken away that had to be a challenging choice to, to step off or step away from the game on your own accord at this age. Yeah, it really was, especially like the teammates uh, I have, we've all grown up with each other since we were little played. And just that senior year, uh, we all go on the uh, field and just ball together. I can't really do that. So that was the hardest part and why my decision was so hard to begin with. Does it make it harder for you guys to try to recruit Barrett Carter if you're not playing every day with him? Uh, nah, it, it shouldn't. I, I have class with him next period, so I'm going to talk to him about it. I mean, what is what is the conversation between – you guys are still trying to recruit other players. I mean, you're not having a, a Buckeye bash or a, like they're having a Sooner Summit or whatever, but mm. how do you guys approach other players at this point? Emeka, um, JT, other guys around the country – when they're talking about other schools that are still playing football, does it make it easier or harder to say, hey, the Big Ten cares about us as people let and football players? Like, what, what's the conversation like with those kids? Kind of a little bit of both, right? Because, you know, us not playing and them playing is used as an advantage. Like, oh, they're not playing, but this team is playing. So, you know, why would I go to a team that's not playing? doesn't make any sense. So it's kind of it's kind of a recruiting advantage, though. But at the same time, it's not. Do you guys – have you talked about trying to get everyone together in Columbus for a weekend? I mean, I, I know that this idea, this Sooner Summit idea, isn't exclusive to Oklahoma. Um, obviously, coaches are not allowed to step that up. They're not even allowed to be involved in the conversation or, or talk to you guys if you're in the city. But, I mean, has there been that kind of talk? Jack's supposed to do something, Manny. He plan around. Jack, Jack, Jack looks like campus now. So, Jack, I mean, I, Jack's uh, neighborhood. There's plenty of room over there to hang out. Oh, oh no, we're gonna, we, we gonna get there. We're we gonna Jack's get the hotel. Although I don't know if there's room in Jack's house. Have you guys seen how much bigger he's gotten lately? I don't, you may not be able to fit everyone in there. <laughs> Ben, you're going to have to go against Jack and practice every day in a few months. Are, are you looking forward to hitting each other? Like, because I know you guys like yeah. to, to joke around. 
Wait, are we talking about hitting? Because I'll really stick EP and Trey. <laughs> what, did, what did he say? I'll really hit you, Trey. And Evan. Uh, <laughs> I, mean, I don't entertain foolishness. <laughs> I don't entertain I mean, you can see the competitive nature we have already. I mean, we're not even on campus. We're already talking about hitting each other and, you know, going to practice and going to work. I mean, that's just going to make us better. Jordan, have you seen Trey's tape? Nobody I mean, hit him. Yeah. <laughs> I'm heard of Jordan. What? You're, nah, bro. I'm driving you back 10 yards. <laughs> <laughs> How do you guys compete with each other on a daily basis? Like, what do you do to, to get at each other? Is it Madden? Is it Fortnite? I mean, I know some of you guys are nerds like that, but what do you, what do, you do to really um, – you know, stay in touch and other than just random text messages and steak emojis. Well, Trey's like the biggest Fortnite no life we know. So he's he's the best, I would say. EP's not good, but I'm the best Madden player. That's how we connect. Uh, Evan, you're not good at Madden? Jordan cheats. So he basically what he <laughs> does, goes online and gets these plays that just, they're unstoppable. And... <laughs> Yeah, you can't stop them. I would call that resourceful. I wouldn't say that's cheating. I would say that's uh, putting in the extra time and effort to figure out how to be better. Big time, no. Jack. Exactly. Not real Jack, Jack Decommit, Jack Sawyer. Decommit. <laughs> Jack, how you doing, bud? Hey, what up? Jack, we were just talking about uh, – the idea of a, of a sooner summit, but only with Ohio State, and everyone said that they're supposed to be going to your house. Oh yeah, they are. That's the that's the plan. Hopefully, we can do that here soon. Uh, I know it's easy for all the Ohio boys. It's not that far, but like Evan and those guys are gonna have to buy a plane ticket and come up. But we can Man, get it done. That's a that's a nice seven eight hour drive. Real easy. True. That's true. Donovan might have to – what about Donovan? Well, yeah, Donovan's a little bit longer drive. But, yeah. you know, what else do you guys got to do this fall? I mean, come on. Nothing. I know. Get in, the, get in the car and drive. Right. Uh, Jack, Jack, while you're here, let's talk to you about this because you were a little bit more vocal about the idea of playing um, two seasons basically in one. As someone who's an athlete that plays sports all year round, and anybody else who's a multi-sport guy can, can chime in, please. Does it matter if you're playing football twice or football and basketball? Like, how, how do you – how does your body react? Uh, I mean, you just definitely got to stay on top of it during the season you're in, you know what I mean? Like, uh, jumping from one to the other, uh, it kind of takes a couple-week transition, um, you know, just getting your body in that different type of shape, especially when you're coming out of football and the basketball. Uh, just, like, getting conditions a lot different, uh, basketball shape than football shape. Uh, in that perspective, but uh, I think jumping from a football season to another football season, I think just going to need a couple weeks to kind of, you know, recover your body a little bit, uh, you know, take care of like your nicks and bruises you got from the season before, uh, and then you'll be all right. How much time is enough time between uh, the idea of playing two eight-game seasons? How much time is uh, the right amount of time? Uh, I, think it, I think it depends on uh, that specific person, that athlete. You know, everyone's body's a little different. Uh, you know, some people might recover faster than the next. You know what I mean? So it kind of just depends on, you know, how you are and how your body responds to 
the time off you get and uh, how it responds to, you know, recovering? I don't want to throw anybody under the bus here or, or talk bad stuff, but you guys had the number one class in the country. You lost a commitment this week. You, everybody in this room knew it was coming. But regardless of that, what's the reaction when somebody at this point sees what you guys are building and then decides to leave it? It's, it's definitely crazy, but at the end of the day, we, we got to respect their decision and they got to make a choice that's best for them. Not for us, it's not what we think. It's all about what he thinks and his family. So at the end of the day, it is what it is. We still with the best woman. Hope he does well. And at the end of the day, too, you know, it is what it is. We're going to move on. Uh, we're just going to keep trying to get this class better. You know what I mean? Uh, wish him the best of luck. But at the end of the day, you know, we got to keep going and keep recruiting guys, you know, that are going to want to play for the Buckeyes and, uh, you know, that are going to stay locked in and just make us a better class overall. Do you guys as a group, like, make a decision like, okay, well, let, let's move on and start talking to this kid? Like, is that a directive coming from the coaching staff? How do you decide where to go next? I mean, we kind of do that on our own, too. Like, all right. <laughs> I mean, well, he's – Who's next? You know, I mean, we just we always try to find out who wants to come play with the best class in the country. Where's Jalen at? Jaylen for real, for real, because the coaching <laughs> you, staff are kind of picking. So, do you guys think? Do you guys think that you have the ability to influence what the coaches do by who you talk to, or like if you say, "Hey, coach, this guy is seems like he's really into it. Let's start. You know, maybe you should offer him. Maybe you should go after him." Or are you guys kind of like, we're going to talk to who we want to no matter what? Both sides have that. <laughs> if we do, I mean. I mean, we can't, yeah, like, like Ben said, we kind of do, you know, we kind of, you know, we'll kind of have guys we're talking to. And, you know, sometimes, you know, the coaching staff might not, you know, necessarily want them to commit or something. You know, we're just yeah. playing it out. You know what I mean? But we kind of we kind of are on the same page with the coaching staff, you know, most of the time. But it's not like player X out in California or whatever. You're like, oh, that's their, that's our guy, and the coaches are like, no, 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 we don't, we don't like that kid. Like, so it's like, it's not happened. like that. It's I, not I know like what's that. happening. No. Trey, <laughs> we used to recruit people that like. Trey, no. Trey, no. Trey, Trey, chill, no. <laughs> Listen, I know it happens. I know that it happens. Oh, my God. <laughs> but you guys, at the end of the day, the coaches have to make the final decision. There's players uh, around the country that were very, very vocal about wanting to be a Buckeye months ago and then committed, committed somewhere else and then committed somewhere else and then decommitted and committed somewhere else and then didn't. That was <laughs> – so, uh, how do, do you guys as a group, like, laugh at that kind of stuff? Or is it just like, what is that dude doing? How, how do you – because you do respect people making their own decisions, but at some juncture, aren't you like, bro, like, what are you doing? Uh, we kind of laugh at it occasionally. I'm not going to lie. We kind of laugh at it. You can all agree to that. Chase yeah, yeah. Maybe. <laughs> Look, Kyle, Kyle, you can say something, bro. Go ahead. I was talking to you down. My floor, you're late. Huh? No, my floor, you're late. I was talking. I'm working out. What are you doing? Just chilling in your room, man? Oh, I woke up at 445 at practice. Oh. Oh. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. 
Kyle, as as the quarterback, um, up, I'm sure you you've watched and seen all the the news lately, and I'm I'm sure you pay attention. This conversation about you and Sam Heward and Caleb and about who's like a better recruiter. Do you give a crap about that at all? No, I mean I think the the media definitely blows a lot of that out. Of I think there's a lot of relationships that I have uh, with kids that kind of fly under the radar, you know, just because I don't tweet about it or anything like that. I don't think it means that I'm not recruiting kids. Um, you know, I think when me and Jack both first committed, you know, we kind of had the, the vision of that he was going to build the defense and I was going to kind of build the offense. And, you know, slowly but surely we did that. And, you know, look where we are now, I think, really speaks volumes to that. Um, but, you know, I, I think that the media definitely blows a lot of that out of proportion. Who's done a better job between you and Jack? Don't lie. Uh, it's equal. It's equal. We've done it. I mean – what? Jack, Jack, you had Jalen recruit the absolute, you know what, out of Jordan. So, but yeah. All, all I'm saying hey, but is who, that, hey, who got Kyle to commit? Who got you to commit? And who got Reed to commit? All I'm saying well, is that we've had, exactly. Thank you. We've had two. All I'm saying is who are, hey, who am I about to get to? I got, no, my mom recruited Mike's mom too. Don't forget about that. But it, see, Jack, don't you have a little advantage? You're talking about Reed and Ben and Mike. Those are dudes from Ohio. That's that's like you get half a point for that. Yeah, it's barely. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah I'm not, not state. I see what you're saying with that. Yeah, yeah. I mean, Jordan, I'm interested in that whole thing. Jalen Johnson is a kid that uh, a lot of people don't talk about in this recruiting class, and he just texted and said he'll be on a couple minutes. How did Jalen Johnson recruit the bleep out of Jordan Hancock to get him to flip from Clemson? Uh, <laughs> so uh, basically, uh, we can't give up all of our secrets. Yeah, I don't want all. Don't, don't share the whole secret, but you know. That, that, all right, I'll, yeah, I'll give you like monumental. So it started off with like a little Madden game. Then we just started talking after the Madden game and decommitted. committed. So, does Jalen cheat at Madden like you do, or? Uh, nah, Jalen doesn't have skill. I'm just better than him. Are you sure he didn't let you win? Who's the best Madden player in here besides Jordan? Because obviously he's... I'm, I'm better than Jordan. Wow. I thought, but I thought that was at Fortnite. I'm, I'm, I'm better than him at Fortnite. Madden, I'm the best and Fortnite and player in this chat, though. Oh, uh, he capped. So, Jack is a little. Hey, everyone, everyone, look at my screen. <laughs> Can't say I'm not nice. Evan knows. Evan everyone, knows. look at my screen, bro. And then, Jordan, we're, we're getting the flip. So, There's Barrett Carter. <laughs> <laughs> we're getting the flip. What does it take? I mean, okay, Jordan, I'm going to say this again. Corey Foreman decommitted from Clemson. You decommitted from Clemson. You guys are the only two players in the last, like, five years to do that. What do you tell Barrett Carter as a group to get him to do the same thing? Uh, it, is, it isn't really, like, trying to get him over here. It's kind of just, like, follow your heart. And I just feel like I kind of, as friends, I just want him to make the best decision for him. Honestly, uh, that that's really sweet. 
That's sweet. Thank you. Guys, where do you go from here as a group? Like, what's next? Who is the who's the guy that's not in this group that needs to be at Jack's house whenever the Buckeye bash? Me and Jay were working on that. I got the some Buckeye stuff. bash. <laughs> I got some. I, I, I can't. I can't think of any uh, other alliteration. Um, you know, the Sooner Summit has a nice ring to it because it's yeah. you know like. But I, I can't think of a word that starts with B to make that work for Buckeye. The Buckeye Bash is good. I like the Buckeye Bash. That's good. Is there any concern for you guys, and I know we'll wrap this up because I don't want to go too much longer, that anyone else in your class, after after Tumiche made his decision, is everyone else in this room, like, solid? Is everything good? Do you, what's your biggest remaining question that Ohio State has to answer for you, or the Big Ten has to answer for you. If I, if you guys should just go around and tell me, uh, we're, we're we basically, I, I I think pretty much everybody just basically wants the Big Ten to come out with a plan of what's going to go down and things like that, and then the rest will figure out itself. So you're not flipping to Georgia? No. So I've seen those rumors. Georgia did contact me, but I did not contact Georgia back. That was so false. No one else is worried. No one else has a final concern. Kyle Rutgers, we have to worry about that, or we good? I mean, I did get that official offer, so I mean, you never know. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> hey, that's a, you're a legacy. You're a legacy. You're a Scarlet Knight legacy. No, but sir, uh, Kyle, this is the last question for you, and I, you can bounce if you want. Uh, does your dad feel bad that Rutgers is the reason the Big Ten canceled football? <laughs> nah, I mean, it's, it, it, we, we joke about it. I mean, it's funny just because they've been recruiting me since, like, freshman year, and, I mean, they still are. But, uh, you know, he has a bunch of old teammates that are still on the coaching staff there, and they always reach out to him, uh, and he's like, there's no chance. But... <laughs> Well, you know, it, it's uh, Greg Schiano is a good dude, and uh, their program is going to get better. But uh, certainly, I I think most people um, believe Ohio State's a better program than Rutgers at this point. So yeah, I think you're safe. I, I think I'd agree. <laughs> <laughs> so here's the last question. Last question for everyone: How do you guys get people like Sam Hart and Marvin Harrison to talk more? <laughs> they don't. They just don't. They don't. Is that just because Sam Marvin is you, you want to just sit back and listen and observe and like analyze everything, or, or are you just secretly like is there internal dialogue happening nonstop? You're like, oh my god, these guys are idiots. No, I'm I'm more of an observer. But what everybody else is saying, I just kind of agree in my head. I'm really saying it, but I just like to sit back and observe how I do. But Sam is. Sam is one of the uh, premier athletes in the country, as you all are. But as a wrestler, football player, like, you think that he's he's a guy that could be a little more, uh, I don't know, like, bold, right? Like, he could probably take most of you if you guys had to go. Yeah. I don't know about all that. <laughs> I don't know about that. I would I I slam Sam. <laughs> you know, I was a wrestler at one point in time. <laughs> when did you When did you stop wrestling? Fresh after freshman year. Well, so now you have something to do on your first weekend on campus. So Jack just, Beast just, Forty. <laughs> what? Where did that come from? 
I think he's just finally seeing your your screen name. Who? Who said Jordan. that? Jordan. <laughs> Jordan did. <laughs> uh, it's a little joke. It's a little joke. Is it is it acceptable to give yourself a nickname? I didn't give myself that nickname. I mean, you did though. No, I didn't. All right, so, we had to do, so last year yep. in class, I had to do. We had to like share some like airdrop something to the teacher, and they had to know it was me. And like this dude next to me was like, "Just make it, you know, what everyone calls you." And I just made it that and sent it. So I haven't changed it yet. Ben, Ben, you seem like you're not uh, in agreement. With what? <laughs> With this nickname. Because it's Cap. <laughs> oh, my. Listen, guys, uh, I'm going to let you go. I appreciate you taking this afternoon for – even if you didn't say much. Evan, I, I'm stunned you're being this quiet. This is not who you – you're, you're normally you very – see you, Jack. Uh, thanks to everyone. I appreciate you taking time. Uh, this is going to be – an interesting couple months, and I know that uh, you guys are going to at least have each other to lean on, which is great. So uh, thanks for taking some time, guys, and we'll uh, catch up with you soon, all right? All right. Thank you, Thank you so much. Thank Appreciate you. Appreciate it, guys.